0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Paperback Reader. It's me, your host, Joe. The boy with the nose in the book and the opinion about it. So, hope everyone's doing well wherever you're at. Because without health, everything else is squat. This week, I went nonfiction. I uh, I finished two, two books that were nonfiction one uh, was evicted by matthew desmond and the other was the rise and fall of the third reich by william shire now evicted is a sociological study of the industry of slumlording in evicting people in Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, it's not really shocking, but uh, everything in America seems to have a business model, including poverty. And so this uh, book basically follows uh, the stories of uh, people who have been evicted in Milwaukee in 2008 and 2009 and uh basically just the cycle of dispossession pretty much ensures these people are are going to be permanent citizens of an underclass uh with little or no m- upward mobility um and you know it was it was it was it was tough reading, you know 'cause it's a sad sad story you know you have people who basically have a business model of uh buying uh substandard housing in the inner cities of America where you can buy those houses uh dirt cheap and then uh rent it out to people who are on fixed income, uh, and as soon as someone falls behind in rent, you really don't need a reason more than that to evict them, and, uh, so it's, uh, you know, an expose on the fragility of, uh, life on fixed income in in America um and uh, I don't think he made people out to be monsters although you could easily see why they could be I think he was fair to the landlords but uh, it was definitely uh uh, shocking to me how, uh, how just, uh, you know, fast someone, uh, can become homeless. Uh, I think, uh, you know, that's one of the leading causes of anxiety in America is, uh, the fear of uh falling down the ladder somehow and uh generally we'd like to believe that uh you know we're pretty pretty stable in our class but uh it's really not the case <laughs> you know every unfortunately disproportionate amount of people are one medical emergency away from bankruptcy and I wish that was just hyperbole, but that's just the facts. So, yes, Evicted by Matthew Desmond. I say read it. it uh, it'll, it'll open your eyes. And he does offer solutions at the end, policy solutions that will probably not be implemented. But, you know, there are solutions to that problem. And uh, the second book I read, it took me over four years, but I finally did it. It was 1,483 pages. I feel like I've had a long-term relationship with this book. It was uh, The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich by William Shire. Uh, Originally, it came out in 1959, and it was the uh, first real uh, his history of the Third Reich, um, not just Hitler and his inner circle, but the, uh, phenomenon of the rise of the Nazi party. And, uh, you know, the, it, it was meticulous because the, the men wanted to be a chronicler. And so that you, you uh you get the minutiae of of every year from 1923 to uh 1945 it uh it it, it, it was it, it was it was interesting because uh it gives you so much insight into uh, a period of history. I feel like uh, there's a a lot that uh, people uh, misunderstand, uh, unfortunately, about the phenomenon of fascism, and I, I'm not an expert, I'm just just saying this is what this book is all about, is, uh, you know, I, I, I'll try to give you a synopsis, is uh, in one of the founding lo- myths of, uh, you know, the Nazis was, uh, you know, the backbone of the party. In the early days were veterans of World War One who felt betrayed by their government, uh, and, uh, historically it's known as, uh, the stab in the back. Many of these people really believe that during World War II that no German soil had been, uh, conquered, so why throw in the towel? And so this was a very, uh, popular myth at the time that really inspired this kind of, uh, far right-wing, uh, nationalism in Germany. Another thing is, uh, you know... Hitler isn't Hitler's real given name. You know, it's interesting. The author speculated that, you know, if this guy didn't change his name to Hitler, because his real name was Schickelgruber, that, uh, you know, it just wouldn't have that same propaganda force. Heil Schickelgruber doesn't have the same ring to it. And so, you know, there's these just fascinating details that uh uh fill fourteen hundred and eighty three pages so i don't think it'd be a spoiler to tell you how it ends um but it really show i was i was shocked and uh, i guess everyone was was uh basically um the genuine insanity of Hitler um generally in American history, we see these uh stock footage of uh, a charismatic raving uh dictator, which is true, which is what he was he was but at the end, and maybe it's just because it's fresh in my mind. Uh, from 1944 on, he was just a, a shattered shell of a person with just just incredible delusions. Um, it, was, uh, it was, it was, uh, like I said, it was, it, I, whenever I read books that are a thousand pages or more, I feel like I have a special bond with them, like. The Brother Karmazov, Moby Dick, Gravity's Rainbow. I love, I I have a special place in my heart just because it takes an immense amount of time to read these books. Uh, Not because of the uh, social cachet such a labor would carry. But I will say this. I'm only four hundred pages away from finishing *War and Peace*, and if uh, if someone tells you they've read *War and Peace*, good for them. But if someone also tells you they've read *The Brothers Karmazov, I would be more impressed with the individual who finished *The Brothers Karmazov than *War and Peace*. I feel like it's uh, they're just two different two different leagues of 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 narrative invention. Well actually, you know, War and Peace Tolstoy's ma- telling history, the brothers Karmazov's more of an existential uh reflection of uh Christianity, redemption, temptation, all all of all of Dostoevsky's guilt, all of his favorite themes. So yeah, back to finishing that book. Yeah, I wasn't surprised, obviously, how it ended. But you, you, the the picture you get of the inner circle is just one of just insane, sad depravity, and it's just an unfortunate fact of history that uh, so many people uh, perished uh, unnecessarily in the cause of so few, uh, during the trial of one of the Nazis later in the 60s, Eichmann, there was a reflection by Hannah Arendt, a philosopher, who was looking at this man who was the, in charge of keeping the trains rolling to the gas chambers, uh, Adolf Eichmann, and she she noticed looking at this guy that You know, he was probably responsible for millions of people being carted across Europe to their certain death. That, You know, even though he was evil incarnate, there was a benign, you know, aspect to it. And so she called it the banality of evil. That you could look at evil in the face, and it could just be the most boring, middle-class... Nine to five, Tom, Dick, or Harry, that could do that, and that's one of the shuddering realizations of uh, the conclusion of World War Two. You know, for some reason, we have these uh, innate impressions that evil have horns and uh, smell like sulfur, but no, 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 they they look like anyone, they really do. We have a horrible ability to discern liars and evil looks like every day. So that was my takeaway from from uh from that tome, which I say, hey, if you life's you got you can do it. Life's long. A couple hundred pages a year, you'll get through it too. As I say farewell to the fall of the Third Reich and God bless William Shire for doing such an amazing job in compiling that complete history. So I highly recommend both those non-fiction books for this non-fiction week. Evicted by William Desmond and The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich by William Shire. Uh, Currently I'm reading Hell's Angels by Hunter S. Thompson. Uh... The Emperor of Maladies by Siddhartha Mukherjee. Uh, what else? King Rat by James Clavel. Uh, of course, War and Peace. And, uh, when I get through one of those, or all of them, you'll be the first second to know after myself. Well, That's it for this week, and uh, I'll keep my nose in the book, my head in the clouds, and my feet in the gutter. I hope you do, too. Peace.